Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott. And I am Ben Scott. Scott, Scott, Scott. Uh, You know, we love race cars on this show. We do. Speed demons, of course. Uh, so do our listeners. Yes, uh, yes, our, our listeners do. Uh, maybe even as much as we do. Probably. So I guess that's why our listeners probably already know that the vehicle we're talking about today, the KTM Crossbow, is pronounced Crossbow. Yeah, probably. I bet there are a few people out there that still say the KTM Expo. Yes, which is. You know, it makes sense that people would think that. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things. This is only the first thing about this vehicle that is not quite what you'd expect. Yeah, confounding, isn't confounding. it? Confounding. That's good. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, there's a, there's a lot about this car that you wouldn't expect, really. Um, if you haven't, you know, checked this car out already, then please, by all means, do just do a quick Google search, rather, and, uh, and you'll find a KTM crossbow. That's X hyphen B-O-W. And, uh, you'll, you'll see page after page after page of, uh, what looks like a, uh, a track car. Really? Yes. In, in, and essentially to this point, it has been a track car. Open. I mean, it's got the open, uh, driver's seat and, or the whole area is open. Yeah. Now, I mean, in, in one way here in the States it, it, to this point, it's been a track car. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it across the pond in, uh, Europe and Asia, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it has been a street vehicle. Um, it's been allowed on the street, but also more or less ready for the track, really. Yeah, yeah. Now let's do let's do like just a just a couple of quick uh, stats to get on the same page with uh, with our folks here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the uh, crossbow can do um, two hundred forty horsepower. Is that right? Two hundred forty horsepower. That's, That's right. what I've got from a uh, from an Audi two liter engine. Now, this doesn't really to a lot of racing fans, track car experts. This doesn't sound like that much. Mm-hmm. But there's another thing that comes in here, and that's the weight. That's right. Or the lack thereof. The lack of weight. That's probably the better way to say mm-hmm. it, really. Because um, when you look at the crossbow, 
it reminds me in a way, uh, just in a slight way, of the Aerial Atom. And if you know the Aerial Atom, you know that uh, that vehicle, uh, completely devoid of any body panels, really, <laughs> to speak of. Not the safest I mean, ride. <laughs> there's a couple. You know, there's little plastic pieces here and there, carbon fiber, whatever. Um, that's the same with the Crossbow. And uh, the weight, I mean, it's, it's a dramatically low-weight vehicle. It's... Mm-hmm. Um, 790 kilograms. You know what Ooh. that translates to? No. Could you do that for 1, me? 1,742 pounds. That's it. That's it. That sounds like a lot of weight. That's, that's very, very light Ooh. for a vehicle, a two-seater vehicle, mm-hmm. uh, with two liters of horsepower. Um, or sorry, two liters of, of engine, really. Um, 240 horsepower. The, the thing about this thing, though, is, and this is one tremendous plus for this thing, mm-hmm. uh, is the downforce that it produces. Uh, because, you know, it has this lightweight. You would think that maybe it would, uh, be apt to slide on the track or on, sure. on the street, wherever. Lose some control. Um, it, it produces an incredible amount of downforce. An, an additional, uh, 200 kilograms of downforce, which is about 440 pounds of downforce. Uh, that's, you know, aerodynamic downforce. It's mm. speed. You know, that's the, the, the pressure that it puts on the ground. Um, addition to, in addition to its weight. That allows it to corner incredibly hard. I mean, and it, this thing has, and I saw two numbers here. One was 1.5 g. That's mm-hmm. lateral. That's lateral speed, lateral acceleration. So that's how hard it can corner. Mm-hmm. Another number was 1.8 g's, which is. Uh, I mean, this is. It's above and beyond supercar realm, really. Yeah. Or it's or it's right there with it. Uh, the the top in the world. It's comparable. Yeah. Actually, I would think it's even better. Even better. I could, you know what? I could see that. I'm not so sure. I'd want to. I want to compare all the yeah, numbers. Yeah, I, I don't have numbers more, in front but, yeah. of me, but uh, this is a uh, definitely. A uh, contender on the track. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can actually uh, buy this. I would say that the in comparison to race cars in the race car world, relatively speaking, this is not an extremely expensive vehicle. Uh, relatively speaking. But only relatively speaking. Yeah, that's right. Cause I configured one. I went to the, uh, to the site. Oh yeah. And set one up. What'd you, what'd you, uh, <laughs> what'd you set up? Not with any intention of putting it in my shopping cart and having it shipped to me, but, um, right. I set up the street configuration. Now that's one, one thing we need to mention is that there are five different models. Yes. They're, um, uh, uh, go ahead and list them off, Ben, if you can. Okay. Them. Um, well, let's see. I've got, I've got four of them right here. I've got the, uh, the crossbow street mm-hmm. and that's the um that's sort of like the basic version of uh customization sure and then they've got the club sport now as as i'm naming these i'm going up in price mm-hmm. and then uh going up to the next step up you've got the crossbow super light now this thing has a lot of carbon parts and believe me my friends you pay for that premium. Yeah, and you know what? One thing about the super light, I got a little note here. Yeah. Um, it says super light. You know how much it's actually lighter than the, uh, club sport or the street version? Lay it on me. 11 pounds. Are you serious? 11 pounds. It saves 11 pounds. But, um, you know, the thing is, it's got a different look to it. It's, it's all carbon fiber. I mean, it's exposed carbon fiber all over. It yeah. Has a, it's kind of a meaner look to it. There's really. an aesthetic. And you know there. what? There's more to it than just that. Um, right, it, right. It's, but it does save 11 pounds in the overall weight. And that's from the company stats. Yeah, and then the, we've got the uh, GT4. Now, this is pitched as the best racing product, right? Um, now, this, like, but hang on, before we go any further. Yeah. You said five models. Yeah, I did. There's another one that's uh, maybe locked away as a secret on the company's own website. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, really, you can find it anywhere. <laughs> but, um, there's, a, there's a crossbow ROC or ROCK. They mm-hmm. might call it the Rock, but uh, ROC stands for Race of Champions, 
And uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is a very exclusive unit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only going to be 30 of these produced. That's probably why you didn't hear about this one. Um, it's on the company website only. But again, this is one that's got, uh, it's just really a, a special decal package. It's got, um, there's, there's more to it than that, of course. There's always suspension upgrades. There's sure. interior accoutrements and things like that, mm. that, you know, if you can call it really an interior. But, um, <laughs> there's, um, you know, there, it's just a, a, an appearance package mainly. But again, it is a, a limited production model. So, of uh, 30. So that's extreme, mm-hmm. extremely exclusive. Um, KTM crossbow, I guess. And while we're on the subject of yeah. exclusivity, yeah. huh? I think it's I think it's time for us to check this out. Uh, Scott, let's say I am a well-heeled European gentleman, mm-hmm. uh, car car enthusiast, and I want to buy one of these. Ah, yes, I, I can. Right, you, you can. Sure, you can go to the uh, go to the website, mm-hmm. and you can configure one. Like I mentioned earlier, just a few minutes ago, that I that I did, mm-hmm. I configured a street version. You know, so that's the the kind of entry. Of, level version. Right. Um, really, I didn't do anything outlandish with it. You know, basic, uh, I don't have a list of what I included in it, but mm-hmm. I think it was only about $4,000 worth of uh, extras that I added to it. Okay. Um, so nothing outlandish. I mean, like better tires and that type of thing. So that puts you around... Yeah, it puts me right around 67,495.6 euros, which is, <laughs> if you want to do that in US dollars, yes, about $93,000. Mm. So that's a little bit stiff. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, this is a car that you could drive on the street. You can drive it on the the track. track. And and the thing is that this is – and before anybody says anything about this, that, yeah, it's uh, it's a European-Asian car, Mm. they are now bringing it to the United States and it will be street legal. Yes. Now let's go, let's go into that because right now, from what we understand, if you really, really want a crossbow and you're a yank – you can get around the fact they won't they won't sell you one directly yet. It can be had. It can be had. <laughs> it can be had. Now, now, what Ben means by not directly, um, this is kind of tricky. This is a little bit weird. And uh, I, I kind of caught this on uh, on a I don't know site. It's a site that you may go to, Ben. Autoblog.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Autoblog. Uh, they had a, they had something that piqued my interest here because um, you know anything with KTM crossbow usually usually hits their radar. And uh, the, the title was KTM Crossbow finally on sale in North America, so I had to click on that. Yeah, I had to find out what's going on because um, this is a, I mean, it's an incredible track car, really. And I thought, well, what's going on here? They they finally going to make it for the, you know, release it for us to use on the track, and no, it's going to be available that you can use on the street. Right. So streetable, streetable version. The, uh, the crazy thing about this is, and just like the Ariel Adam, if you want it to be street legal, you have to build it yourself. You have to buy it as a kit car. Yeah. Now, um, this is maybe not what you think. We talked about this just a few minutes ago, really. Mm-hmm. You and I did. Um, according to this article, now what what the kit car version means is that you buy kind of like a roller kit, mm-hmm. one that's already assembled. So you don't have to worry about every nut and bolt on the thing, but you will be charged with finding the engine for this thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is going to uh, rely on, you know, Cooperation from Audi or Volkswagen, whoever supplies the engine, you know, the two liter Audi engine that you need. Yeah. And, um, of course, there's going to be, you're going to have to get local authority support because it's going to have to be licensed in your states. You're going to have to do whatever you require, emissions tests, things like that. Um, but, you know, th- there have been 600 or more requests from American KTM dealers, um, and KTM being a motorcycle right, manufacturer. Yeah. Um, 
to, so I, I guess this thing is going to end up selling here in the States and, and you might likely see one on the road. Mm-hmm. Especially if you live, uh, in a city like we do, you know, if you live in a car city, yeah. uh, which usually if you live in a car city, there are some pretty, uh, well-to-do car enthusiasts. Yeah. Who always give me something awesome to stare at. In yeah, we'll always see the, uh, the yeah. latest and greatest toys around here. So I'm, I'm hoping that sometime soon we'll see one of these on the road. And you know, you've got to wonder what it rides like. One thing we should say before we get out is, um, in the, some of the videos that you can see of this vehicle online, uh, in test drive scenarios and stuff, one thing I noticed that's really cool is there's this electronic display that apparently always says, Always ask you rather if you are ready to race, <laughs> and you answer. I, I, you know what? I don't know. Because oh no, no! You always answer yes. Yes, that's well, the answer. Course. The answer is always yes. But what if you're in traffic? Ah, good point. Good point. Well, I'm sure sure it has good handling. You know you what? Uh, you just have to make sure traffic. somebody's always saying next to you, saying "Take the HOV lane." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you know what? Um, you know, this is a pretty recent car. Too. Just a couple of other, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. more quick points. Um. To make here is that um, it it really hasn't been around that long. No, no. I mean, it, I guess there must have been quite a uh, quite a, a clamor for this thing here in the states because it's only been out for a couple of years, really. Um, it made its debut at the Geneva Motor Show in 2007, mm-hmm. in March of 2007, and production started in June of 2008. The first customer cars were delivered in August of 2008. So, you know, maybe two years, a little more than two years at this yeah. point. Um, but the company itself, KTM, is probably better known for its motorcycles. Right. Uh, they're a company that, well, it started out as a machine shop in the 30s, 1930, 34. And uh, by 1951, they were building motorcycles, uh, bicycles, mopeds, that type of thing came along later. But uh, the first motorcycle from KTM was in 1951. And uh, they've put out, if you look at a list of KTM motorcycles, it's a long, long list of, mm-hmm. of the models and, and types they've put out. Uh, it's an Austrian company. Um, Mattinghofen is how I think you say the name. I'm not sure exactly, but again, it's mostly known for its off-road motorcycles. So, uh, this vehicle is a departure from the norm for them, but it looks like it's a big seller. Right. And that's also, that's no small potatoes to, no small batch of potatoes, I guess, <laughs> to, to be able to move to such a different, uh, vehicle. As a, as a manufacturer. Exactly. And have it accepted so well because, mm-hmm. you know, they may try something and it may not work or it may work, but mm-hmm. this is, uh, this is seeming to work really well for them. And, uh, you know, it's as widespread popularity in Europe, uh, as you may imagine as a track car and sure. I would guess a street car. I haven't heard much about street versions of these. I've only heard about the track versions of these at this point. That's interesting. Yeah. I think um, we'll hear more about, uh, I think we'll hear more from private consumers driving them. Probably. The streets. Probably. I mean, just like the uh, Atom. I mean, I've heard very little about it here in the States, even though it is available now. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that, you know, as these things become more and more available. Oh, well, you know what? One quick thing. I don't think we told them where to go if they want to get one. Oh, yeah. We States. need to do that because you totally can. Yeah, you can. If you want to contact somebody here in the United States to get one of these or to at least to get information about getting a kit and putting one together, uh, the company's name is British Racing Group. And uh, just do a search for them and find the British Racing Group, and you'll be able to find out all the information you want. If you want to go to the KTM site, I mean, it's just as simple as KTM.com and find, mm-hmm. uh, you know, go to the Crossbow site, mm-hmm. um, go to the configurator and, and load it up with options or do whatever you want. And just take a look at all the photos and information about the, the series that they race in and, uh, you know, television coverage. 
history, mm. anything you want there. There's yeah. a frequently asked questions page. I get a lot of information from there. Um, but it's an interesting vehicle and it's definitely worth taking mm. a look at. And that website for the crossbow is www.ktm-x-bow.com. Ah, very good. Cut straight to it. Nice catch. Well, no, I, you know, I think we're wrapping. I think we're wrapping this one up. Yeah. Uh, you want to do some listener mail? Sure. All right, Scott. So Al writes into us, and he is writing from Connecticut. Big Al from Connecticut. <laughs> big Al from Connecticut. I don't know why I was that big before Al. That's cool. It yeah. fits. It fits. Um, so Al wrote in to say, I recently listened to your episode on the mobile cinema. Are you aware that GM also had something along those lines in the early 50s, the GMC Future Liner? Mm-hmm. Designed by Harley Earl. Yes. And then it's funny because in the email he goes, oh, wait, an episode on Earl, dot, 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 and no mention. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. You know what? It was on a list of uh, things that – he had either worked on or created. It was just a, a single word. We just skipped right over it. I, my apologies. I think it was a long episode, wasn't it? Yeah, we get, you know, sometimes we get a little bit starstruck, Al, especially when we're talking about people like Earl or Ford, um, people who just have so many innovations. Al is right. That that Future Liner is awesome. I mean, if, you, if you've ever seen the design of the Future Liner, you, you'd, you'd spend a few minutes at least looking at additional photos of it because, mm. you know, it's just such a cool design. It's sold. It was been, it's been restored or at least maybe it was kept in original condition. I don't know, but it was, uh, it was beautiful and it mm. went on auction a couple of years ago, I know, and it sold for something like $4 million. Right. Which it's, is no it's surprise. An incredible, incredible looking vehicle. It's really cool. And, uh, Al, Al's completely right. We should have mentioned it in that podcast with Harley Earl. That's where it belonged. He said that, uh, most years the future liner is on display at the Eastern States Exposition, a New England State Fair. Um, and he said if his memory serves him correctly, he's told it was a promotion vehicle or traveling stage. But, um, you know what? I agree with you, Scott. Al, I agree with you. Um, we do think those are interesting. And, uh, it's funny that we, I'm actually confused that we didn't mention it. Well, you know? Future Liner is pretty cool. I mean, we, yeah. we should have, should have brought it up, like we said, but, uh, some things get lost in the, uh, lost in translation, I guess. Yeah, lost was, in my paper shuffle. It was on the notes, but it just didn't make it in. Yeah. Um, so Al, thanks so much for writing in and listeners, uh, Al's on to something here. Uh, check out the future liner if you want to look at a really awesome, um, I guess you could say a sort of U.S. version. Um, it's closer to the yeah, mobile sure. cinema. Sure. Um, and that's and just just a really cool Harley Earl design, really. Yeah. And if you're into Harley Earl, you want to you want to take a look at the Future Liner. Ah, oh, he's the man. Mm-hmm. Okay, and let's let's leave it there. Um, with Scott and I on our way to head out, we want to pause to ask you guys a question, uh, as we tend to do. Do you have any uh, pioneers of automotive history or? Uh, breakthrough geniuses of vehicles that you'd like us to cover in an upcoming podcast? If so, then guess what, dude? We want to work with you. So hit us up on Facebook, find us on Twitter, check out our blog and our website. And if you want to cut out the middleman and get at us directly, send us an email at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. To learn more about the podcast, click on the podcast icon in the upper right corner of our homepage. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes.
What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com.